You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. And now, folks, get ready to rock the Bronx with a band of diehard Bronx-born Yankee fans that call themselves Deficit. Where we at, boys? The booty town. Yankee Stadium, the house that Ruth built, home of the Bronx Bombers, one of the 22 World Series, Babe Ruth, Luke, Gary, Tony, Lazari, Mark Koenig, where it all began, the 27 murderers row, and Joe and Joe DiMaggio, right here in the Bronx. Nobody rocks! Nobody. Let me rock in the Bronx! It's an attitude, boy. Nobody rocks! One in River. Elston Howard, Whitey Ford, Bill Rizzuto, Billy Mon, the Professor, Casey Stengel, the Lords of Baseball, four decades of dominance, 33 AL planets, Roger Myers, 61 homies, the Eminem boys, forget about it, everybody, welcome to Axe to Grind, uh, a hardcore podcast that matters more than uh, the uh, international politics. Yeah, no World War Three here. I'm Patrick. I'm Bob. And I'm Tom. This is recorded in advance, so it's possible World War III. It's possible that these files exist only in a machine somewhere. That <laughs> right, is a- that is melting. With <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. To our new Supreme Overlord robot uh, leaders, uh, yes. thank you. We hope you enjoy the sound of our human voices as we discuss mundane musical Yo, You ever see fucking The Day After Tomorrow? You've talked yeah. about this one. No, it's not The Day After Tomorrow. You've no, talked about this one, the nuke one. The Terminator. New yes. No. <laughs> We're going to go with Terminator because you've already talked about this. We're going to just say Terminator 2. Well, now it's a real thing. Yeah, and now yeah, it's that's a, a possibility. We're all in danger. So we, fucked up. It was on, it was on regular TV. Nukes, We're nukes all Sarah Connor now. Yes. We're just shadows on the wall. Have you watched the thing about the odd time signature on the Terminator song? No. So, so if you listen to it all the way through, it's actually a, an incredibly strange time signature. Oh, I love it so that, much. Dun, 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 dun. That's meant... It, th- there was some reason that it fell out. It, like, the robot fe- overlord. It like fell out, and they were like, "Sounds cool, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, leave like, it." It sounds like a Candiria song. Let's do it. Yeah, you got. <laughs> All right, let's let's hit some sponsors real quick before and we then dive get, in. Get into some shit. I, weirdly, I'm excited for this episode. And I don't know why. Because this is we're going to be talking about a thing. That's, that's cool that you're only excited for this episode. No, I just I don't. This is. Weirdly... I'm excited for all the episodes, Bob. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You worked really hard to put this stuff together. Shout out to you guys. Yeah, yeah. I like, but here's Patrick, my thing. Patrick was jerking off to his own asshole. You were. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. Here's my thing. Grinding. Grinding. I think. Well, we're going to get into it, but it's it's an interesting topic, and I think because I don't identify with it so strongly, mm-hmm. I could talk about it. Informed but distant, and I'm yes. ex- that excites me when I don't f- feel like I got to worry about like like oh fuck I'm gonna see this dude in fucking I mean you might Canada Joe Harry you know what I mean? <laughs> so all right sponsors sponsors let's do it let's start with closed casket activities purveyor of the finest of heavy hardcore and the like I'm gonna do one that we've shown love to but maybe deserves more love from us King Nine Death Rattle. Oh, it does deserve... Yes. I, it's, it's a very good record. Yo. It's a really good yes. record. Hold on. <laughs> it's not a comedy album, but... I no. I like those dudes will punch you in the nose. I don't know why this strikes me as so funny. I thought about this record for the duration of my shower at the Y the other day. 
Yeah. And I thought that that was a funny place. This to is be, a great YMCA to record, be thinking think. about. Yeah. The, like my thought was actually like, you know what? That last King Nine record didn't get enough respect. This is what I was thinking <laughs> in the fucking shower. And, and when I got out, I was like, God damn, there's people that are like doing their budget or working out. And, and you're thinking about King Nine. I'm like, why is that King Nine record under Right, like thinking about like their like their husband or wife like dying in their arms. This is like, <laughs> you know what? Like, I know like the intro in Art of War did really well, but like I feel like it was kind of overlooked. <laughs> yeah, you know, Scared to Death is a great LP, but like yeah. so is Death Rattle. That's Perhaps was, even better. That's what I was thinking in the shower. I, I mean, just well, like widowers trying to figure out how had to cook Had you just themselves. finished a heavy pump? Yeah, of course. Then then the, you were thinking of King Nine. That might be why. I think it's not just a good uh, lifting record it could be a cardio record so if you go into the Y today yeah make sure you bring the King 9 Death Rattle LP you go to Close Casket bring the actual LP yeah bring, bring the, the vinyl, vinyl to we, we the only work, want yeah. vinyl. and you, what you're going to do is prop it up against the machine a nearby wall a mirror so while you're working that body you're thinking about King Nine. You don't necessarily need to listen to it. If you you are, I just encourage you to. Have Might it. just be in your DNA. You yeah, know, if you're I, working out. What I, I hope is you're just listening on to like AirPods or something like a, a normal civilized human would do. But uh, but have the record, the actual vinyl, somewhere so you can look at it. And, and maybe you can bring one of those like carrying like oh. vinyl like record players. Mm-hmm. Just like set it up. I mean, in like Williamsburg and like stuff like that, it probably would not mm-hmm. be frowned upon. No. Set it up. And just play, and just fucking jam out on the on the Fuck record. It, yeah, buy the CD version. If great, there is great one, you know. artwork. Fantastic. Love the artwork. Love it. I was okay. I'm gonna get heavy for a second. I was listening to a guy talk about two men talk about uh, whether or not King Nine Death Rattle. Whether or not they approach somebody on a train who's listening to music through uh, speakers mm-hmm. because that's an obnoxious thing to do. Yes, unbelievable. And every sane person agrees that it's rude and disrespectful, and yet many many people do it. Right, and so. Sometimes you gotta. And they were talking about. Never after. Talking about. So you, that's you, you stand in the neck when you the, say something. The one guy <laughs> said, I approach people that do that. And uh-huh. the other guy said, No, I, I never do. And he, the, the guy said, you, know, you, you don't gotta go through life scared. And he said, Let me explain. And I thought this was the best put thing. And it made me sympathetic to girlfriends that I've had fathers not liking me. And I'll explain why in a second. So. King Nine Death Rattle. So. <laughs> the, the argument was. Once you're one standard deviation past the norm of mm-hmm. of societal behavior, there's no telling how far past that deviation that you are. You could be way King out. King nine right. death rattle. So if you are li- doing, which I was feeling the death rattle right now. If, you, story. if you're doing something antisocial, yes, like listening to King nine speaker, death rattle. Th- yeah, through your speakers. Or, yeah, your listening to like yeah on so, the seven on the seven. Then who knows. What else you'll do? What else you'll do? And that made me sympathetic. Unhinged, right? Maybe you have a knife with pee in it, pee on it, yeah, like in your pocket. Precisely. And I've always thought, like in my life, I've met people that think that I'm that have presumptions about me because I had big neck tattoos for yeah. since I was eighteen, you know. Mm-hmm. And I always thought, how fucking lame are you, old man? You know, what I mean, fuck you, King Nine Death Rattle. But, old man, take a look at but my life. it made me realize. Oh, but it is one standard deviation from the norm. Correct. Which is not... They could indicate several past that. That's right. right. Yes, that's correct. right. And that, that I think you're several past that by getting neck tattoos. The, no, I think you're... You're not in, in the 68% of the bell curve. Let me ask you a question. You're way out in the, like, the 4%. I'll put this out to both of you. As far as antisocial behavior, neck tattoos versus listening to music on your fucking speakers, which, which guy would you prefer to be locked up with? Yeah, music the guy on with the speakers. speakers. Oh, God, no. no. music on the speakers, guys. That guy's Maybe you forgot your headphones one day and you're like, no I excuse. have this fucking earworm and no. I got to get it out. No excuse. That's a Qu- psychopath. Quietly held up forever. to your ear 
on one 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 bar. Okay, I, I'm. I'll I'll let you live. I on usually that. look at people that that they sh- like when someone does that. I'm not going to say anything because again, I'm not trying to get stabbed. Yeah, but I will shoot them and I look like they shit themselves. The glance. King nine death rattle death rattle. Pick it up. Closecastactivities.com. Enter the promo code axe to grind. You're going to want to spell it out. All right. Other sponsor. Uh, other sponsor is Run for Cover Records. I can't wait for the story that goes on with this one. <laughs> this, this is the the fathers who didn't like me. That's a good EP name. It's by the fathers way. who didn't like me. I told you the story about my grandma riding the train with a gun. I was thinking about making that the record for or no, the new self defense. No, record. you didn't tell us the story, but okay. No, it must have been on one of the other five podcasts. Yeah. Real quick. When you're, did you tell it to your travel agent that set you up for Cambodia? <laughs> is that on your new podcast, Porn Boys? Cambodia. <laughs> so, uh, my grandmother, nurse. My grandfather, detective. You did tell me. Yes. Story. Yes, yes. So, uh, but I, I was. Not to me. I told you. I don't think I was here for this. Whatever. I probably wasn't paying attention. <laughs> King Nine, Death Rattle. King Nine, Death Rattle. So, What's the record you're promoing for? for run, run for, for cover. I'm actually going to promo three. Okay. And here's why. Okay. Because you really I. want to do all three at once and want to save this up? Yeah. No, no, no. Because I forgot Run for Cover has. Their distro has slowly been expanding. Growing. In this way that I forget. And I think a lot of us forget because I don't know where people go for mail order these days. Uh, you know, Rev is still obviously in the picture. Death Wish, Death is Wish, fucking big. Yeah. Uh, run for cover, and the spots, run so for yeah. cover is now right in the mix. Absolutely, I, I, I'm fucking checking this out. And there's like, oh, so let's start with one of theirs, uh, the Me Without You record, Pale Horses. I think got overlooked much in the same way that the King Nine Death Rattle. You can say it. I like it. King Nine Death Rattle. <laughs> Got overlooked. Get it at Fye Sam Goody and, and all coconuts locations. <laughs> Me and, without you, pale horse. And so, this record is: if you like Me without you, you will like this. And if for any reason you didn't check it out, you're a fool. Is this the most current thing. This yes. is the most current. You fuck with Me without you, right? I mm-hmm. think Me without you is low key great. Yes, interesting. Great. I think they have one record that's. Outrageously good, and the is some that of the other for the foxes for yeah. hunting or whatever. Like, yeah. uh, sweater for poorly us, the knit. Catch for us the foxes yeah. uh, and uh, the sweater poorly knit. I love so much of it, and this record is that self defense, Jace. Oh yeah, yes. yeah. yeah like you sure. wish self. Uh, do you feel like that self defense could have been them? No, no, because I've never been as capable a vocalist. Uh, Can he sing? Uh, no, but he's, he's got an interesting range of different stuff that he can do. So I don't, I don't imagine any of our listeners have heard this, but there's a recording that I had to change self-defense's uh, uh, approach vocally at one point because I felt like I was too close to this man. Like, wow. And it just would have come out like a poor imitation because I can't do what he does. So like he... Me Intentionally, me. pale horse, pale horses, pale horses. Uh, he, several pale horses. He, he's been pale uh, horses. no, not intentionally. Um, but Wouldn't we both have uh, what, what the Germans call it, where we just speak talk. Schadenfreude, no different one. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just speak. Perfect Nugent. So it's, it's zeitgeist. So it's it's you guys are right. It's all of those. So, My but guts. it's hard to do something that doesn't sound like another man when you're in when you have the same range and you both talk. Right. And he yeah, yeah, when you start to emote too much, there can be a quiver in your voice that would be uh, a bit of an equivocacy. So be so, careful. So I So you're recommending that. I'm All recommending right. that. I suggest everybody get it. And then I'm gonna go into uh, the distro and I, I wanna talk for a second. Run for cover distro. Distro. Mm-hmm. Me without uh, you, pale horses. Now there's a lot of stuff nine death rattle. There's a lot of stuff that in principle, our listeners are already familiar with, but I think might not be. Correct. So You can't assume anything about our listeners. Right. 
Braid, Frame, and, and Canvas is a record that we've talked about mm-hmm. briefly. Was it on our podcast? It was. It was, goddamn. When it. would we have talked about Braid? We talked about Braid recently. I don't. I think I we have this hundreds of hours. I think it's because you, we talked about your band, the Get Up Kids. And, Fuck and, yeah. And, Braid, yeah. And we pin, pinch over to uh, Braid. Yo. I saw Braid, Get Up Kids, 97A, and Sp- Monster X at yeah. CBGB's. Wow. So on the featured emo section of the Run for Cover website, you could go across the front part of this. Yeah, that's, I'm looking at it right now. So Those I are don't, heavy headers. I don't love American football, but everybody should hear American football to make up their own mind. Mm-hmm. If you can get a fucking direct support slot on an American football tour. Sure. Yeah. That would work wonders for self-defense. Sure. I feel support. like they're noodly enough. And he's another guy that's like, mm, mm-hmm. can't really sing. No, no. None of these. The new record, though, I- the new record, he sings a lot better. Mm. But, I mean, he does a song with your, with your homegirl, Haley. Oh. oh. Which record is this that's on the... They have more than one. Uh, I think yeah. they have it's the all called American one. Football. Yeah. I think they have the newest one and the like classic. The new one is fucking great. Or LP3. So, but... So Braid and also the Cursive record Domestica. So, Tom, that feels like it would be in your lane, is it not? Cursive Domestica, I yeah. love Cursive. Okay, okay. Yes. So, can you recommend this record? I was always a fan of Ugly Organ because I thought it was record. ambitious. I went back to Domestica. It's awesome. fucking great, amazing. It's fucking great. The records before Ugly Organ are actually low key awesome. Yes, Ugly Organ was their peak. Was Tim Casher peak? Yes. I mean, it's amazing. Like we talk about. Like, I mean, do you ever fuck with the Good Life? I don't. I love that they had a record, the album of the year. Yes, I know. People love this. Amazing. But like, it was within like a year or so of Ugly Or. It's like, this dude was prolific for a minute, but then he hit a wall and it's like, yo, everything sucks now. But that record, Domestica. Phenomenal. And what's the record after that? Novena on a Nocturne? No. Fuck. I don't know. Domestica is with the people hugging on the cover. Yes, I thought it went Domestica to Ugly Or. There might have been one in between. Okay. Um, Vamp. Okay, uh, for everybody that I doesn't do fuck know, with Domestica. for everybody that doesn't know, um, domest- uh, cursive is, it, by this time by Domestica is not standard emo. It is a lot going on here. They're like post hardcore. They are, yeah. and, and th- there is. Uh, so actually, Tom by saying post hardcore is going. Uh, let's do that. If you like quicksand, as many of our listeners do, and you've never <laughs> given a shot to the Ugly Organ, you one hundred percent should. And if you like. Uh, uh, stuff that it's not more mellow. It's not the right language. No, it, it's it's more like D, it's more Fugazi. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Shudder to think. It's more DC. Shudder to think. Okay, yeah. but that's 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 obscure to some. How many like, LPs fuck. would you think Cursive has? Six, nine. Holy fuck! A lot. So yeah, Domestica was two thousand. Oh yeah, it, yeah, uh, d- yeah. Domestica was two thousand. Ugly Organ was two thousand three. Happy Hollows two thousand six. There's an EP in between. Yeah, uh, Domestica and the Ugly Organ called. Burst in Bloom. Which is the best stuff they have, I think. Burst in Bloom. Yeah. And then they do the small brown bike split as well. So everybody, look. This, is, this is clever. Do you fuck with cursive? I don't think I've ever heard it. If uh, I, I'll make you a mix. Please do. It's heavy. It is. Okay. But go, not in like a moshy way. No, 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 no. But in like a, you'll see that like. In a post way. They have a cello player most sometimes. On occasions, yeah. And but now they have her, they don't have Greta back, but they have someone else back. Also, when Tim screams. It's, it's a good scream. It's a good scream. It's funny. He, he there was a time, and we'll go on a little tangent. He was like, now he's all he's clean and sober. Oh yeah, he had a he had a 
He had a struggle. But he would be like sloppy, getting up sloppy. on stage yeah. drunk as fuck and yeah. being like, I'm the best fucking songwriter in America right now. Like, <laughs> That's awesome. Like, and he looked like Jesus. Like, he was all fucked up. <laughs> but, like, I think that was when he was at his best, which is fucked up. Yeah. Bands Are like we all at our their, best when we look like Jesus? I mean, a little bit. Have you seen his when he had long hair? That's at my oh, best. But, I mean, I think, like, but, I mean, yeah, there's, like, a four or five year period where Tim Casher was legitimately one of the better songwriters in America. For sure. I, I And now I think maybe because maybe because he's older, that might be it, but also because maybe there's a couple brick records in there. But like, yo, I think he's kind of not forgotten about, obviously. He's got t- hella fans, but I don't think that people are checking it out in the 25 way 25-year-olds not picking in up the way the that I think they should. Record. And I, so we should all take this as a note that getting to the Run for Cover record store, you're getting sort of, I talked about the Be- Death Wish staff picks Run for Cover has a very well curated selection of great indie alt yeah. whatever all types of music and you should go check that out these ones are top of the list yeah I, everybody that might not have checked out Cursive because there is something that is can be a little arm's length or off putting mm-hmm. about it before you get in it, it really there's a lot to digest there and I suggest you do Go to runforcoverrecords.com, enter the promo code. Axe to grind. You don't want to. Spell it out. Save that money. Also, thank you to our other sponsor, Deathwish, for their continued support. Thank Go to you. their website, check them out. Hey, guys. Hey. <clears throat> when you think about New York hardcore, there's a lot of good bands, right? Yes. Yeah. When you think about New York hardcore of the 1980s, bit of a golden age uh, in the uh, and, regions and of punk. hardcore. And punk. Uh-huh. Yeah. Pat is but now sometimes like, Pat's like NYHC. <laughs> what is it? Yeah, I'm looking it up in Google. Yeah, what yeah. is that? Yeah. What, what what does NYHC stand for? So <laughs> we're gonna do a little thing here. We're gonna play a tier game. No, no tears. No more tears. Like Ozzy says. No but more tears. Okay. Do you like that song? <laughs> uh, not really. It's pretty so, good. So uh, you want me to, to issue the statement, or do you want to issue? The you statement? can issue. Okay. Um, we're going to be talking about New York Hardcore was started in 1980. <laughs> the guy from Abuse created the logo. Read we're, along on Wikipedia. We're going to talk about bands that are a bit older. That said, we know some of these people. We respect almost all of these people. Uh, by putting things in tiers, it's to have a conversation about it in a structured way. If you are in a band, if you are a 55-year-old man that played in one of these bands, and you take issue with what I'm saying, I guess you can have my address because it's not that serious. That's the statement. Okay. We can go grab a, a bagel. Yes. I will give you his right. address. Yeah. I will take the ride with just, you. Yeah, just DM Tom. When, I when you wa- get there, say hi to my mom first. And if I'm not home, just like I'm know, just going to be there. I'm not going to jump worried. in. No. But if it gets real bad, I'm just going to be like, hey. Guys. Calm it down. Break it down a little. Calm bit. it down. He's I'm not, not going to be guys. He's, he's going to be like, he's not hey, New York hardcore legend, stop beating on my. <laughs> he's friend. not 160 pounds yet. <laughs> he's still working on it. You just knocked the shit out of him. He's down to 148. Yo, did you know that they, they most normal people can only put on 30 pounds of muscle? Hmm. No. Like past that, you have to be either kind of ju- a genetic freak or kind of be juicing. How okay. crazy is that? 30 pounds. So how's the juice working for you? I mean, check me out. Hmm. Would you okay. do? Would you do some? Not a chance. All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we're going to do this. We're going to look at what you would consider your first tier, second tier, and then maybe even below that. 
But um, this is all out of respect and love. There have been for sure hundreds and hundreds of bands from New York, especially even in this time period. We're doing this as a way to say, hey, what do we like? What do we like more? What do we like less? What do we think people need to be checking out? What shouldn't they be? It's just for fucking fun. So join us. Um, join how, us. how did I come up with first tier? And by the way, we're limiting this basically to the 80s for the sake of argument. Um, it gives it a little you. easier. Yes. Do you want to do name band and then we tier them, or do oh, we do like, or do we do, hey, tier A, who name the bands that are on? I think it would be no. more fun to be like, where do you think absolutely? We're gonna do. Yes. We're gonna name them. Yes, we'll do. And how many tiers? Them. Okay, then I'm not gonna. We work. should do three tiers and then. Uh, so it's then varsity, b- junior varsity, and freshman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The okay. freshman squad, but but there is, there was a criteria I used when I was doing my own personal list, which was. I'm going to put out one name. We'll start it this way. Agnostic Front. T- a, top tier. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of God tier, as they say. A1 or A7, as we might say. <laughs> this, but yeah, God tier. They're there, right? So we, All right. So it's God tier, <laughs> legend tier. Okay. Important tier. Important tier. Okay. Right. Uh, important. <laughs> that's less. That's less. Very very yeah, we're, Can we're, we come up with a third? Yeah. Uh, so it's God... Legend, important. I think important is still good. Like, is it's an important thing to be aware of? But but it's just it doesn't roll off the tongue. Hero, hero tier. Important tier is too many syllables to me. I don't know. Important tier. We're not saying tier. We're not saying important tier. We're saying he said God, God, legend. Oh, legend, right? Important, important. Because it's it's more just saying like, yo, this is this this is so important. So and even and those those terms even make it go. But so we can do the numbers. The, it, well, God, if we, I, I like this game. God tier, agnostic front. Yes, the Chromags. God tier, God tier. Yeah, I, although you can't dispute it. Uh, no, I could though. You think you could dispute it? That's interesting. Here's why. Mm, this is interesting. Okay, juicy. 1986, God tier. Uh huh. 1989, God tier. Uh-huh. Anything after that? Maybe might not even but, be legend here. Well, and it dilutes. You're talking their, about recorded output, correct? Okay, that's. But I would say the same thing. Uh, Agnostic Front, 1984, God tier. 1989, God tier. Anything after that? I don't know. I like that first reunion record. I think it's. Uh, but I, would you put it in important? Do you think it's an important record for everyone to hear? Um. Well, I think you could be into New York hardcore and never heard that. I sure. guarantee there's agnostic front fans who've never heard it. Fair. Young and old. Like people who are much younger and people people who weren't born when the record came out and people who were very born when the well, record came out. Wait a second. How much are we taking albums into consideration here? Because I don't think we can because... I think we no, can. No, it's fair because every band dilutes every their... Your peak band. is so high. Exactly. So I think it's more like... Sure. The All peak right, so of Age of Quarrel is God. Yeah. So those Whatever the two, peak is. Is that what we're going to do? Absolutely. Like whatever your high but, level, but, high watermark. There's all of it factors in. This is... Yeah. We right. can kind of factor all this in. The Chromags and Agnostic Front have both... I mean, Agnostic Front has like 12 albums. Yeah. I don't know most of them. And I'm not saying this is dismissive... Some of them are bad. Most of them are fine. Yes. Some are pretty good. Most of them are good and if then you there's, didn't know them. Right. And and then there's some that are the the very best of the genre that make it like which that only in comparison like you can't compare Agnostic Front Dead Yuppies 
to victim in pain, even though you obviously can. It's just unfair because they set such a high bar. Exactly. That, Lo- like, looking through the victim in pain lens, yes, everything sucks. Yes. You know what I mean? So it's like, but if you heard, if some band came out tomorrow with a record like fucking Riot Riot Upstart as a New York hardcore band that was new, you'd be like, oh, that's pretty cool. So, so there is the way to do this. We're both going to be looking through the lens and also not and, and going holistic. Part of my personal activity for this was looking through the lens, the victim in pain lens. If someone says, you know what record's better than Victim in Pain or as good as? The Age of Quarrel. I'd go, yes. yes. And that was kind of how I felt this conversation. In that God tier, in the top tier, if someone p- posited to me, mm. Patrick says to me, Bob, you know what? Agnostic Front Victim in Pain is a great record. Very important. Very even. But personally, I think I like Sick of It All, Blood, Sweat, No Tears. What's the scenario? What's the scenario where I tell you this? Where are we? Um, at brunch. Uh, no, we're we're, we're, we're at, at the we're, Greyhound station. We're in, I approach you with this information. We're at the Greyhound station in Albany. Okay, and you walk up with your headphones in. Okay, and, and that's then the first start, thing like, you say, right? Like mid conversation, like you've had a conversation in your head for an hour. Yes, and you didn't hit Bob to that, and but you're like, look, you know look, what, look, man? Bob, look, look, look. I know you yeah. love Victim and Pain. Yo, my G. It's like it's like stick with all blood, sweat, no tears. Just as good. It's like if Listen I saw it's dude. like if I saw a hardcore dude at the Y when I was like he got out of the shower and I was like that King Nine record, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he'd be like, who the fuck? And put- he holds his, his first gen iPod up to, and he's got the King Nine record. But was I? And then he goes, put some pants on, man. Yeah. But am I picking you? Why are you soft? Damn. <laughs> am I picking you up at the bus station, or do I just happen to see you there? No, we're just both there on wow. waiting for me. Ways. <laughs> okay. I'm on my way to Montreal. You're you're going there. I'm to just hanging out here. at the bus station, yeah, probably. So um, okay, but God wait, tier. guys. Um, yeah, God's here. Right? Oh, here's here's uh, so let me just uh, for clarity on my part and maybe the listener. I thought we were going by gestalt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are. There's, there's a holistic nature to this. But I think with every band that we list that actually hits into that, it'd be the same thing if you're like, yo, Bob, Agnostic Front and the Chromags, those are two like pillars of New York hardcore. I get it. But to me, Sick of It All is pillar just as strong. Okay. Go, That's a worthy conversation. there's one band in here that I think does not have That's fine. a legendary we're, we're record. Get, we'll, we'll get right. to it. We're going to throw okay. names out but there. With, so it's the Gestalt, and it's being based mostly on their high water mark. Okay. We right. are we're not, not gonna, killing not... killing time for three steps back when yes. they came out with fucking right. Brightside. Okay. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Brightside's the high water mark. Is Where does that le- like yeah. fall on the tiers? You know what? You're not. Let's be charitable. This is a good way to go through 2020. Yeah. You are not... The worst thing you've ever said. Correct. Hopefully, you're, you're the best thing you've ever said. Hopefully, we we choose to remember we're, we're, you by the best thing. We're this is the best thing you've ever you, said. Yes. Your best Go. thing. We're keeping your whole as a. Reflection, but we're not punishing you for your worst moments. There we go. So that's a good way. All right. Okay. So we're saying agnostic front, god tier, obviously. Chromax, god tier, obviously. I won't. I think that's a splitting bar. There's some people who are AF folks. Some people are Chromax folks. There's some people who are. A Chromags person, but they say Victim and Pain's better than all the Chromags stuff. There's some people who are AF people who are like, but Age of Quarrel's better than all this. Yeah. So we're not going to debate that. Maybe, maybe in three years, when when we're squeezing the, the juice, we'll go to the Victim and Pain versus Age of Quarrel conversation. Yes. Not today. Yeah. Let me put out another name, and we'll let's go. We'll go around in circles. I'll start with this one. Yes. I just want to get those first two out. Sick of it all. It's tough because to me that's a god tier. I'm saying god tier. I'm saying god tier, not personally. Personally, I probably put them in the hero tier. 
No, legend tier. Legend. Um, See, this is where we're getting nerdy because it's either top tier hero or lower tier god. Or not hero, pardon me. God legend. God legend. So it's either top tier legend or lower tier god. I mean, let's be realistic. They are the biggest New York hardcore band ever. Was no their bigger. peak their their peak in popularity? Yeah, because I mean, they got to all the places that the Chromags did, and then some. Yes. Now you could make some arguments, like, like okay, so Murphy's Law did a Madonna tour, and I'm sure we'll get to them. And they did a Beastie Boys tour. And Beastie Boys tour. Yeah. Yes, and AF has certainly done some pretty big stuff, but in the '80s. They never did giganto tours. Like I think, well, the I mean, biggest, they kind of did. I mean, they did like an obituary. Well, that's like, ninety-two. I think that's their biggest oh. tour. Was that obituary? But like, uh, sick of it all on their own was yeah. the biggest of those bands. And sick of it all did all those tours too. And you know, right? They did new kids, new titans on the. But I'm saying, like, yep. sick of it all as the headlining band played the biggest shows of any of the New York hardcore. I'll bands. go with that. And I think Low Tier God is the right place for them because it uh, blood, sweat, no tears. Great record, seven inch. Great record. Just look around. Cool record. I, I scratch the surface. I like amazing. It. Wait, did we do, we we did a sick of it all. No, like round. But we've talked we? about them. We, I'm sure we did. But then, just look around. I think I, I, maybe I talked about it when we talked about it. I think it's great. I don't just think it's good. I personally I really like it. Okay, here's the deal. Why do people rate it? I think it's fucking great. I don't know. Different the mustaches, band. yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's so great. The mustaches are uh, a lot to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, they also like it wasn't. Uh, it was, Armand was out. Right. Sure, but it was a good record. Right, Armand's a right. But it's though. like people picking. It's good what's that Red Hot Chili Peppers with uh, Navarro on it? One uh, hot minute. One hot minute. That it's like record some of you. I, I like some of it, but I wouldn't compare it Can't to Blood, stop, blood stop, Sugar stop, Sex stop. Magic. Okay, wait a second. Do you think that there? Do you think that there is just a bigotry within the like the hardcore informed against the record because of that? No. And on its own merits, it it stands among the others. No, because on its, its own be- merits, I think it stands there. But but it's between two classics. Well, yeah. Scratch and, Service yeah. is a classic yeah. Agreed. record, Agreed. and the narrative that happened was perfect for the band. Honestly, they get really big. They put out their the seminal classic record. Get really big, tour all the time. Get huge, huge, huge. Then dude leaves. They do a record. How could they follow it up? Blood, sweat, no tears. Right, you know, so he different dude in. It's still, I mean, on its own by the record, right? But But he was out with the writing process, right? Yeah, because I mean, think about like the in in effect thing, Mm -hmm. that video. Mm -hmm. It's not Armand and Rich Cipriano. It's Ek and Eddie Cohen, and they're a vastly different band. Yeah. So then they're back, and they follow up the sophomore record that's cool, but not not seen as the with a record that's much bigger. Mm. Right, you know, is it? I'm going to go as far as to say, scratch the surface, biggest New York New York hardcore record ever in the global sense. There's no question. Biohazard, they're not a New York hardcore band. Okay, like they're not. They're, they're yeah. like, especially at the time, they were a fucking joke. Yes, correct. people are retroactively being like, no, but they were a joke. I think I don't know if Dave said this on the podcast, but he made right. a good point. He's like, when I was a 12 year old poser, yeah. Biohazard was my favorite band. How could they be considered legends in New York hardcore? He's like, I, they were fine. He's I like, love. I get it. Yeah, yeah. And he did too, and he does too. And he's like, but that's like to call them New York hardcore is almost an. Insult it's like calling Life Vagony New York hardcore, right. calling typo negative New York hardcore. Right. It, you're not. Tom, you're you're too close to this, so I'm going to exempt you from this question, yeah. Bob. Um, what did when you were f- 
16. Uh-huh. What did you think the biggest New York hardcore record was? Age of Quarrel. Yes. Uh, because, yes. Yeah. Yes. But, but. <clears throat> because Tom's not wrong. I think Tom's right. That I think Tom's is, right. Because is, is, is he's saying big, numbers and big. I think, but, I don't think there's. Like on, on the rate, on MTV, on. To, yeah. But, but to the people I was exposed to around, et cetera. And don't get me wrong. Albany loved Sick of It All. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. but, but like. Although. As, quicksand. Might have been the biggest. If we're considering them New York hardcore, that's such a hard question, right? Because they're don't the think we can. they headlined Warp Tour. Yeah, they did. Did they? The, they headlined, they headlined the first Warp Tour first over Warped Sick of It All over all those bands. So, and at the time, the Sick of It All was at their apex as well. Yeah, that's interesting. They have a. We're, there's no question that Sick of It All scratch the surface is a New York hardcore record. You can make an argument that the Quicksand Slip is. A post hardcore record. I mean, it is. It's a post hardcore. Yeah. Record, you can. Sure. You have to. You have to work. You have to work the. You have to massage. You have to make it a, a big New York umbrella. Record. Big umbrella. Yeah. So, um, I don't disagree. I don't. I don't think. I mean, tell me yeah. another record that's as big. Well, well, Age of as, as soul as popular feels. as soul. Well, not even that, but like that. Like, there's people that listen to Sick of It All that could not tell you a Chromax song for the life of them. Yes. You can't say the opposite. Good chunk of <clears> Europe. Right, but now think about it. Like, other, like, what was bigger? There's no record. No, I mean, it's, it's really it's not. It's if the timing. Really... It's a, there's a lot of factors that play into that because I, if you ask label. me, yeah, and it's better. I th- I could name thirty in my opinion, but bigger. I don't think there was the timing was exactly right for it. Um, they were at the apex. They were already known, and then put something out. They got perfect distribution everywhere. So yeah, no, I think there's no more. Well, the only received. Set your goals. Oh, well, this is that's a question. I don't know if we let Siv in. Set your goals. It opens the doors everywhere, everywhere, huge, and it sold a lot. Can't wait one minute more is the most popular. Siv, set your goals. Outsold, scratch the surface. I bet two to one. Tom, without using any names, yes. Do you think there's people that are mad bitter about that fact? I would have to imagine. (laughs) <laughs> because like they want to like I mean and in the in, in the actual scheme of things Siv was gone for like three years right right but it seemed like he was gone forever yeah yes and then he comes back wearing creepers and people are like fuck this right and then they go hey Walter write this record for me the creepers are one thing it's the bowling shirt the bowling shirt kills me. you the creepers kill me the creepers I'm like all right you just are insecure about your height or something no but like I feel like bowling shirts it was like. Bonsick Souls at like bowling shirts. Yes. It's sick of it all at bowling. Yes. Creepers. Gas station shirt versus bowling shirt difference is one we need to discuss. Very important. Very important. <laughs> Incredibly important. You know, in you know what, Tom? Mid-90s zeitgeist. I, I, uh, I think you nailed it. Very important. <laughs> very important. <laughs> no, but, but I'm going to say, I'm gonna, that is my hill that I will be willing to die on. That Scratch the Surface is the biggest New York hardcore record in terms of Sales in terms of, I mean, in terms I think of just if you count set your goals, which I'm not going to, yeah, because because of some you know reason. I mean, that was also just like a, a just freak a hit song, one. right? And it it yeah, like scratch the surface didn't have like step down yeah. is a pretty big song. Yes, it is. But I mean, I in terms of like the greater like like they're still headlining festivals, like not hardcore festivals, no. like big festivals. Off of Scratch the Surface, sure, yes, yep. No one else is. All right, so th- we're gi- we're giving them God, God regardless. God, okay. Your turn, Tom. Oh, we're picking another band. Yeah. All right. Can I use your list? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and there's going to be stuff that's not on the list that maybe generates. Sure. Um, leeway. To me, this is in the. Uh, this is a 
Okay. So we're, we're we've decided we're doing this. I think as we're, we're we can mention our personal, but we're doing what we think it is for the general audience, and then we can explain and we can why explain we our might personal. disagree with that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, for me, yes. So in terms of the the zeitgeist legend, to me, God tier. Right. To me, God tier for everyone, uh, legend, legend and legend. For me, I mean, they're like literally top three hardcore bands for me ever. I, I love I, those. I, first I know, three and bands. I was curious how this was going to fly for you. Uh, so to me, they're god tier. Yeah. But like in the greater scheme of hardcore or New York hardcore, especially they're legendary. I feel like this god tier is like very, very, very small. Yeah, it, yes. it, it is. And, and I think we're too quick to be like god tier. No, they're no, not. No, they're not. Yeah. No, it, my personal, they're god tier. Zeitgeist, not. Um, and like it's hard because I. Leeway played in Brick a year and a half, two years ago, whatever. And I looked around and it was a good show and people were excited. But I was like, oh, it's mostly people I know. It's mostly my friends. Right, right. And we all love Leeway. And I'm like, okay. And when I've seen Leeway other places, I'm like, oh, okay. There's people who love this, but it's not God tier. Leeway wasn't as much part of the conversation when I was a kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? It it really, I felt like. uh, the Chromax record just eclipsed everything. Yes. Like it just blotted out the sun. And also cause, other- because Leeway was still around putting out records that people didn't want. Right. That's right. At, by the time you started coming around. Yeah. That like Adult Crash and fucking Oof. what's Open it? Mouth Kiss. Open Mouth Kiss. Both good records. I've heard people advocate for Open Mouth Kiss a lot now. They're both good. I like them a lot. It's not what you think Leeway no. sounds like. Right. And you know? I, I haven't revisited. I'm going that's on my Give it a shot. I will. A little post, but it's good. Your turn. Oh, okay. Let me you go let, down that list. Let me grab the list. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go uh, with uh, my worst possible timeline. Co-hosts' uh, favorite band in the world, Sheer Terror. Um, low legendary. Low legend. Yeah. I'm saying low legend on both counts, personal and greater. Yeah, I think it is there because their peak with Just Can't Hate Enough is so good and like really to me. If you gave me, let's say, a, 10 songs of Sheer Terror's entire discography, that's probably four too many. Um, but those six songs are fucking incredible. All-time great. Unbelievable. But yeah. I think they do themselves a disservice because I think they dilute their greatness no if question. we're talking about it. Right? Yeah. But like, if, you like, yeah. if you had like, here's the Sheer Terror's greatest hits, there are 10 yeah, very good songs. bangers, which as we know after Pat died on that hill years ago. Most bands have two or three good ones. Yes, that's right. They have ten. Yeah, I would. I think they. Yeah, it's two god tier. There's a few. There's yeah. There's a yes. Yes, song two or three god tier. Two or three songs. songs that are just like holy shit, and then the rest that you're like, oh, these that's are really cool. good songs. Yeah. Um, like twisting and turning is not a fucking god tier song. But Legend, it's very good. It's very good. You know, yeah. but here to stay, god tier. It's here to stay. Top oh, ten New York Harper songs. Yeah, if you don't feel something when when that comes on, something's, <laughs> something's broken in you. Yes. Um, okay. It's dark. Bob's up. Are you? Can, can you like cross off the ones that we've done already? I, I could try. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, or just add them into the list. Yes. Um, breakdown. <laughs> I'm curious if you guys are gonna. I know you both have a, a strong affinity, and I'm curious how much you, your personal is going to uh, bleed into I'm gonna, this. I'm going to do Zeitgeist high legend, personal, mid-legend, low legend, probably low legend. I love them. And you know what? I put them very close to Sheer Terror, where it's like they have they probably have more songs I'd put as just like unbelievably great. 
But as a whole, you know, there's some stuff that I can take and leave. I'm saying personal legend, zeitgeist, important. Okay. Or hero, whatever we're going to call yeah, it. Yeah, important. I like it. <laughs> um, important feels more dignified in this. I mean, it's definitely yeah. important. Yeah. Uh, so actually, this is an interesting one because musically, I might like it more than a lot of this that, mm-hmm. we're, that we're about to talk about. But my personal experience flavors them low legendary. Yep. And I don't know if that's accurate or if mid-range legendary would be the the consensus opinion right. across the board. So uh, legendary regardless, not taking yeah. anything away. Yeah. But for me, this was never... This was a thing people occasionally talked about and wanted to be like wanted to reference in a cool way. Sure. But it it wasn't what some of these other bands were. I'm trying here's the weird cuz they have they literally they're two bands. Right. This and, breakdown yes. this, the two errors are mm-hmm. like some people do not fuck with the 87 demo but love the Jean stuff. Yep. Some people only deal with the demo can't fuck with blacklisted or anything else, right? And I've said that so I think hard. I like the Dijon stuff better, but 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 I like both. But here's my point: is um, I'm trying to put myself somewhat in the in the realm of a 16 year old when I'm looking at this, and like think, right now. Yeah, I'm looking at no, no, no. I'm sorry, like myself at 16, right. thinking oh. what? No what, one's listening. No 16 year olds listen to Breakdown. What was the world like? What was the world in 1984? <laughs> <laughs> no, what was it? well? So I. Uh, like uh, what I mean is, the the people that introduced me to hardcore music were sick of it all fans, and that yeah. flavors your view a little bit. Sure, you know what I right. mean. Uh, they were minor leeway fans. The older ones were, right? You know what I mean? Because they're not Italians from Brooklyn, right? And That's the only people that like leeway. So this like shapes the thing to a large degree. It shapes my perception of them growing up. Sure, you know. So I'm trying to factor that in in some way because Breakdown certainly legendary. There's no debate. I th- right. Everybody, but like as a 16 year old, do you not hear sick people and be like, "Fuck, what? no, it's cool." No. Fuck. It's, so like, here's my my version of it. I personally like Breakdown more than Sick of It All. And to me, they were more important. Okay, this to is me. a good example. Good yeah. However, it's certainly certainly colored just by my experience and right. where I was with it, et cetera, et cetera. But if we're being honest, but but so well, certainly more important. Yeah. Like that's where we can get to on this. And I don't know. There are people who talk about breakdown, and honestly, we hear a lot of breakdown in more new bands. You know, there's a lot of bands who go and cite them as an influence. Um, you know, think about any of that stuff that we've heard from. Like the quality control stuff, the London bands, you know, yeah. big cheat. Like, there's a lot of breakdown. Um, combust. Combust. So, so there's so much yeah. because it's a really, it's like um, if all these New York hardcore bands are templates, the breakdown one is the one that's right at the top because it's easy to get to. You can do it. And it's still in its raw, primitive nature. Like, it's fun. It's, I mean, basically, breakdown's a negative approach of New York hardcore. Nailed it. Right. You know, yeah. um, so you can do it, but it can, it's not it's not as dynamic or interesting as some of the other bands and they never were as prolific like breakdown did two demos and some comps no. and never much more so i think we have them in the right place they're they're in the legend tier sure so all right patrick your turn uh oh, wait no tom your turn was it my turn? i just did breakdown all right it's a tough one for me burn to okay. me god tier in the zeitgeist, important. Yes. 
Although, Def- although I think Bob just said fuck because yeah. there was a time. They a time where they were, I think, inarguably in the legend tier in the zeitgeist. But when it was only a seven inch out, seven inch, and even the um, well, that's no. great. See, was a seven inch in the comp. Yeah. Like, well, just the no, 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 right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, because when the, when you said the seven inch, that's basically up until. Like the two thousand when when they re released Last right. Great Sea and and the between the No EP Escape stuff out. and and the seven inch yeah um, there was like I think unassailable like there was nothing I think they were hugely influential and through the nineties you can think about so many bands who who reference them yep. as a major point like but all that said personally God tier Zeitgeist important yeah because some of it. The accessibility, the holistic look at them. Um, if you look at where they are in general, like, yo, Bane wouldn't be a band without Bane. Oh, no. You know what I mean? No. And there's so many bands who, who took this huge influence. Shai Halud took a huge mm-hmm. influence. But, I mean, in the reality, across the world, yeah. there was no... You could, you'll struggle, at least I would, struggle to find a fucking duo cooler than, and more like kind of legendary in their own right than Gavin and Chaka. So where are you putting them? Top of the third tier. So top of the important tier. In both? Okay. Zeitgeist and personal? Uh, personal, they're climbing up the ladder for me. Yeah. This is not a band that mattered to me as a kid. Right, and, right. and I only have gained an appreciation for as an adult. Yeah. Uh, which which I, I totally confess is odd because of the New York hardcore bands, this is the one that is more pit, like sort of pitching towards me you know yeah. and, and certainly uh but there's always been something alienating about it to me mm-hmm. um to be honest i think it's the vocals uh and so uh it's only as an adult that i'm starting to appreciate it i this was very big for a, a long time yeah uh a thing that people talked about a thing that people really wanted to be an influence of their bands uh, we listed a bunch of bands that, but I also think stuff like Snapcase, obviously. Like, yeah, the, the, no, like, I think a lot. I think a lot of the '90s stuff that had a little groove to it. Yes. So uh, that said, you know, we rise and uh, fall on the spokes of karma, right? And and uh, I think that uh, this is they're currently in a period where they're not getting as much uh, uh, of that admiration as they have in the past. Yeah. Yeah. So so I think we put them at the top of the important here. Good. Patrick. Okay. Uh, this might be a short conversation. Life's blood. I don't think they 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 hit either of any of the, the lists. Wow. Fascinating. You know who got mad at my appraisal of life's blood? Trey. Trey at Death Wish. For They're important to some know. people, but in the grand scheme, I thing, think no. I think you're fuck. totally underrating how big they are to the punk side of things. Like to people who are like, if you're wearing. Like a Life's Blood shirt at a fucking ABC show when Tragedy's playing, people are going, awesome. That's true. Life's Blood was so big and was so respected to that side of things. Um, And I think it actually holds up really well. I wouldn't put them any higher. Was bigger, but didn't, wasn't better. No, but they were more important. I don't know. Life's Blood, I like Life's Blood. I don't think they, they're not on the same level as fucking any of these other bands on here. Uh, Well, well, more than some. I I, I put them above. Yes, yes okay. I think they're. But, I think they're. I think the zeitgeist. They're important. I think that they get lost a little bit. Um, but is there a band in the last fifteen years that have cited them? Like yes. of a, yes. Oh. 
uh, I mean, any of the more thrash side of things. Well, I was the whole Gloom Records world, all those kind of. I was going to say the stuff out of Boston that is not Boston hardcore, but it's Life's Blood. Yeah, the stuff that isn't overtly shooting for Boston, I think, is borrowing from Life's Blood. All that said, all that and some of the Philly stuff too. All that said, um, I think that this is more of a T-shirt band than it is a band. People can feel however they want about it. You know what I want? I'll say their equivalent is Outburst. Sure. Where it was like they did a seven inch that was good, people liked, but they were never huge at the time. They might have posthumously been remembered more positively than they were at the time. It was like, wait a second, Outburst was just this band who played on second on on Bills. Like, yeah, the seven inch is cool, but like they never did anything, you know. Whereas if you just are going on music, there's people who would put them in the category with Killing Time or Breakdown. It's like Killing Time, right? Breakdown, Outburst. It's like, yeah, one of these things is not totally the same. The seven inch is very good. And it, like when when somebody hipped me to this whole thing, I was like, "Oh, that's so interesting!" Because I love the Outburst Seven Inch. Life's Blood's not that much different, but in in the way that kids who are in, who went on to do No Warning and all that shit, and like the Lock and Out scene revered Outburst. Life's Blood had a lot of that reverence in that more thra- deranged havoc prank. Anything that's a little more on the dirty punk side gave a lot of respect to Life's Blood. That's all true. Two things. Do you guys watch more TV than I do? Because no. there was something I just... I can't look at the TV. I can see its reflection mm-hmm. in this glass over here. And there was something on it that was just insane. Mm. You were both idly looking at it. Like just, you know... I don't even know what was on. I, commercials I don't see. It was a man in a boat made out oh, of clear glass. Boat. Yeah. Is that normal? No, but they're trying to show you how, the glue. how waterproof the glue, glue is. <laughs> that didn't strike you all as odd? I, I saw yes. it in the it mirror like and thought I was hallucinating. It was, was like plexiglass. <laughs> it wasn't real glass. No, but day, the daytime TV is fucking weird. It is weird. Uh, I think that uh, perhaps Tom and I are revealing uh, that we're not going to ABC Rio enough. Yeah, but no. I think Maybe. here's the thing. No, no. I mean, this is an important record that has been reissued many times. Prank just did a big reissue on it, and it's like a big deal. People were, people were as excited about it as... All this uh, as like something like outburst, you Bob, know. Bob, I, I, uh, I hear what you're saying, but I'm going to ask you to get to. Is some of that posery? I don't know. I, I mean, th- here's the issue. I mean, the outburst stuff is posery. Yes. Well, so, yeah. Well, so it's sort of like when you. I'm not sure. Are looking? No, 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 no. I think it's a worthwhile conversation because I, there's a lot of life's blood fans who I'm like, oh god, it's that's too what, much. That's kind of what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, it's correct. But it's sort of the thing if you like New York hardcore, but there's some element of it that like turns you off, and and more specifically, less so the bands we've discussed so far, and more specifically, say some of the Revelation style things. Sure. Life's Blood was this big pushback against that. Right. So that's always been something where where the Life's Blood record hits, where it's like, oh yeah, I like Agnostic Front and Chromags, and then it's like. Do you like Sick of It All and Gorilla Biscuits and Killing Time and da da da? And it's like, nah, but I really like Life's Blood. And so there's kind of that push pull of Which it, is interesting. Uh, so it's people at home that might not, because like, Life's Blood, I have to imagine, is not on uh, everybody's radar, right? So like, let's talk about oh, it real quick. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, not under anybody under 35. Maybe. No, that's not true. Yeah, it's, it might. It's it, not, it, it, there's I, a whole world of these kids who like that kind yeah, of stuff. Th- uh, this is my issue, though. I. I Life's blood to me is an aesthetic difference more than it is a sonic difference. It's an aesthetic difference and a choice in saying, "Yeah, we're not them." Yes, 
Yes. And message. And it's like, yeah, but you're saying that, but you sort of sound like them. Thank you. Okay, so so Correct. I guess what I'm saying is, if I sound that's why it's, that's why it's contrarian, and that's why like because there's pushback I think it's the it. same. I think the difference between life's blood and oh, I don't know, fucking let's say outburst, or breakdown. You know, what breakdown, I mean? you know, like, breakdown. It know? is breakdown. It's just a grimier breakdown. So, yes. so so let's talk about this physically. That's an aesthetic choice, and I, we could talk about it through two lenses, three lenses, of as an adult. That's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But as a kid, when you're highly tribal, maybe that matters all the world to you. But Life's Blood, good band to me, but I kind of see it as like, yeah, important, literally, but is it, I don't know. I think that they rub a lot of people who love all the New York classics the wrong way because they felt like it was kind of an affront to them. Yes. So. Yes, for sure. Um, okay. Up next. Who, who was next? Me. Okay. Tom, are you mad about the Life's Blood thing? No, I don't care. I just don't. <laughs> I think it's like, it's super easy, but like, the, in the scheme of things, like, we're putting them on the same level as bands that are like. But the third tier. But there's really a third can, tier. You're going to see the third tier is pretty big, Tom. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't and who's know in the third tier so far? Who's in the third tier? I think they do. Who's in the third tier right now? In the third tier right now is Burn and Life's Blood. And that I that's, think offend, I think that offends Tom's sensibility. I don't know so it offend me, but like in anyone, if you're looking at it, do you who is more like important to punk and hardcore? Uh, but, but the chaos and Tejas scene, I think, life's blood and the quality blood. control hardcore scene would tell you life's blood. Yeah, you know what right. I mean, right? But that's a fucking. I but know, it's a, I know. But it's a. I mean, dude, there's, you think, there's thousands on the year, of people going yeah, to that. Depending man. on the year, that can be most of what we hear about. Yes, do you, do you know what I'm saying? Sure. All right, here's one that'll be fun. Impalers. Do you think they're life's blood fans or do you think they're burn fans? Right. Probably both, honestly. They are yeah. probably both. Yeah. They are probably both. But, but yeah, I, no, I get it. Murphy's Law. One of the toughest ones to me. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Because I, 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 S- name alone, synonymous with New York hardcore. I know, but... Uh, I'm yeah. saying God tier. Whoa. Personally? That's so interesting. I would probably say God tier in both. No one is copying Murphy's Law. That's for sure. But in terms of like... You can't put Warzone in God tier without putting Murphy's Law in War. That's God-tier. why neither are making it for me. But I think it it would make Warzone would make God. It would be an, it would be a sacrilegious to not put Warzone in God tier. There's the New York thing. I'm, there we go. <laughs> listen to me. I mean, I don't agree. I don't sure. like Warzone. Sure. But I mean, Mur- Murphy's Law. Those first two Murphy's Law records are all time great hardcore records. You want to hear something crazy? I like Murphy. I like those two records better than sixty five percent of what we're going to talk. Well, that's about. what I'm saying. And, so- I, and I'm still putting them at the highest point of importance. I'm putting them in legend because of how important they are. Those two records are great. I think they've been lost in the sauce of hardcore in general. Those are fun fucking records for anybody that doesn't know them. Fun. Well done. Yeah. yeah. And they sound good. And I think I think it's a... I think those records maybe are a one-two New York hardcore records hold up as strongly as almost any other one-two. Maybe I'm overstating them. May, they might be legend. I think they're legend. They 1000% should have been the biggest New York. They should be talked they, they should else. be talked about how we talked about Scratch the Surface. Mm-hmm. Murphy's Law had the possibility of being that big. What do we think was the holdback? Novelty songs. Yeah. Um but but is and yeah, probably dudes yeah. not being able to get out of their own fucking way. That's yeah, true. Oh, well, always. That's true. Yeah, that's I mean Jimmy Gestapo, you can I mean I saw him in arena with fucking Misfits. Yeah. Right. Dude, own the fucking place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't like 5,000 Murphy's Law fans there for them. That dude brought 
every that turned in, into the continental real quick. To call him a natural performer is to understate incredible. it. Incredible. <laughs> and that wasn't the first time he played Madison Square Garden. What the fuck, right? Right. He played Madison Square Garden with Madonna and the Beastie Boys. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So That's I mean, up. you know what I mean? I think they they had the most potential for New York hardcore that wasn't fully realized. Right. But I think you can't talk about New York hardcore without talking about. You should, and they're they're unique because as we were discussing, I think off air, they were fun. We talked about bands who are funny, and sometimes that that scrubs us the wrong way. Yeah. But they were fun, not necessarily. They were funny, but because they were fun. Not because it was like, hey, hey, we're clever and being, t-, but it's like <laughs> AOL you know, away messages. No, yeah, it was just no. Jimmy is inherently funny, funny. songs. And, I don't, and yeah, fun. I don't think clever is really the word. No, but, <laughs> but they were amazing songs, great songs, and funny, but like, great songs. oh man, Cavity I, yeah. Creeps, man, uh, legend here. Personally, they are probably on the lower side, but I think Zeitgeist, personally, lower side of legend, but really like them where they should be, higher side of legend. Maybe even scratching the god tier, where I think they're in zeitgeist is middle legend and completely underappreciated by a lot of people. Uh, I'm so I'm leaving them in. It seems like consensus. There's no consensus. It seems like you guys think that squarely legend, but personally important. And actually, I don't say important. Pardon me. Both personally, personally, they might be legend. Actually, my view of where they're actually at at important. Okay. One Hit Thunder is a podcast where we both celebrate and have a good laugh about bands and artists that had just one hit that we all know. Each week, we're joined by a guest from the world of music or comedy to learn more than you ever thought you would about some songs that you can't forget. And we decide if they brought the One Hit Thunder or were nothing more than a one hit blunder. Look, if you listen to the show, you're probably going to laugh and I guarantee you're going to crush next time the bar has music trivia. Tag Team, Jane Child, Meredith Brooks, Looking Glass, Sean Mullins, Eiffel 65, EMF, Crash Test Dummies, Crazy Town, Chumbawamba. We have hundreds of episodes in our back catalog and a new episode each week. So pass the duchy, make sure you're connected, and subscribe to One Hit Thunder wherever you get your pods. Hey you, do you have any plans this year? Ha! How's that going? Do you get 2020? Well, welcome to a brand new podcast called 2020, where myself, Benny Goodman, and my good friends Corey Pazin and Siobhan Cronin from the band Lost Symphony also got 2020. And since the world ended this year, we decided why not just check in with some of our friends in the music industry and see how everyone's doing. We're going to get a candid look at life on and off the stage, as well as the mindset of some of the most successful people in the entertainment industry. New episodes drop every Sunday and Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. And you can listen at Tuesday. 020-D.com, SoundTalentMedia.com, or on your favorite podcast app. This is Krista Makes, guitarist and vocalist for Less Than Jake, and host of Krista Makes a Podcast, a songwriting podcast where every week I'm joined by an amazing guest to break down the writing, recording, and release of one iconic song from their career. In our giant, evergreen back catalog of episodes, we've had rock legends such as Dee Snyder and Huey Lewis, punk rock favorites like Mark Hoppus, Fat Mike, and Brett Gurowitz, and up-and-coming artists of today such as Liz Stokes of the Beths and Genesis Owusu. We've had guests from all genres and styles of music, and I guarantee that if you peruse our back catalog, you'll see several episodes that'll make you say, man, I gotta hear that. Whether you're a fan of music or a creator of music yourself, you'll take away a whole new appreciation for the songs you know and love. Chris Makes a Podcast is available for free on all the places you could possibly listen to podcasts. And new episodes come out 
every Monday. You're up. Uh, oh, no. You're up, Tom. Am I up? Yep. I dropped Murphy's Law. We're about to get into the realm of things that are going to offend our old listeners. Yeah, probably. We're going with... I'm going to go with Underdog. Oh, okay. Interesting pick. Um, to me, personally. Are you going high important? Yeah, he's thinking. No. I, it's definitely, I would say, personally, high legend. Mm. Zeitgeist, medium legend. Wow. I'm going God tier, le- personally. But, sure. but Zeitgeist, I might go low legend. Yeah. I'm going personally. Low legend. Reality important. And I think it's a low important, honestly. Well, you know what? I might I might defer on that because they're so so regionally important to where I specifically am from. True. It's it it clearly shades me. But I will reveal this. When we booked them to play Sound and Fury, it was done with a lot of personal love and passion. And the expectation and knowledge that their set would be fun, mostly for the people playing yes. who are from the East Coast. And that kids in California would be like, oh, that was neat. Yep. And it wasn't, didn't really matter to them. Do we think Underdog has had musically an influence or impact like any of the other bands that we've discussed in the legend or God tier? More. You want to hear something wild? Go. Murphy's Law, I don't see any children That's true. of Murphy's Law. That's true. I think Underdog is a huge influence on the locking out stuff. And that I, is very I, true. I, no, and and, that's and regulate. Very true. Oh, sure. right. That all the bands Blind from the shore, Justice, all the back hear, and yeah. forth. Do 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 do. Yeah. So all right. I mean, then then why are you putting them important and not legend? Because I hate locking out. Let's uh, fine <laughs> fine. We'll put them in. We'll put them in legend. I think they're in legend. They have because more children. I, you're right because children. because I was low rating that and I forgot how big of an influence it is on that whole world of stuff that I fucking love. So yeah, okay. Because I I was almost blinded by my regional how much it is. So low legend, right? Low to medium. In, in, in the zeitgeist. In the zeitgeist. I'd say medium. Okay. And but, but there's certain plot spots where they don't matter to anyone. Anyone, even for yeah. Hard, See that? You know what? That's what makes that's it. The hard but, I mean, that's everybody. It's a lot of blind spots. Like, like, like is Murphy's when, Law drawing anybody in fucking you know? No. Well, the, so the, your commentary about life's blood. Life's blood. I feel like even though it waxes and wanes, there's like usually this core of like weirdos who black shirt hardcore types who will yes. be life's blood. Underdog will have boom periods, and then it seems like they play out, too much. Well, boom periods. And then it seems like outs, and I, I will pull New Jersey out, the shore out. Right. But then it seems like they go completely invisible, you know? Yes. Which is wild because of that. And they. Life's they, blood. They do a reunion right now. How many people show up? New York City. Just one. Just one reunion. Just one reunion show. Salvitis. It's 250 people. Yeah. We, May, could, I mean, we could sell out Vitus. Yeah. That's not a big deal. I'm thinking, like, you know, if, if, if they play dog coming back. You know, sold out CBGBs that you couldn't take fucking two steps. Sure, with killing, you know what I mean, or like Burn coming back, dude. They sold out fucking Webster Hall. But there's also That's a crazy. difference. There's dude, also it was mobbed. There's also a different Burn. What, Burn came back. That was a Black and Blue Bowl, right? Right. But then they did a follow up show and they sold out um, the big room at uh, Santos. 
Okay. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, that's but, what I'm but, saying. Like, but I can't, draw, how do you equate those? Draw is a different thing than influence. I also, you know? th- I don't just think it's that. I think that some years these bands can come back to great fanfare right. and other years they're going to brick fucking hard. And we know that a couple years after Burn come back, they're not filling a 200 cap room. Right. But is Life's Blood Citizen's Arrest same level? Oh, that's uh, Probably. Probably, yeah. I thought Bob Bob was plays free shows at A7. Right. I right. thought Bob and, was going to go the other but, way. But they also have, they've burned their candle. You know, Citizens Rest has been a bit, they released yeah. a new record. They, True, they, fair, you know. fair, fair, fair. I thought you were going to go the other way. I thought you were going to say Life's Blood. Oh, I like Citizens Rest way more than Life's Blood. Do you? Oh, yeah, definitely. But, they but. just played, I meant to tell you. Yeah, I don't care. I don't want to see you, them no, now. No, no. I, I think I would be sad. And it's not, it's not a dick way. It's just, I've. You're like I just Kylo, Kylo Ren. Right, kill the past. <laughs> no, um, no. I feel like Ben Solo and uh, fucking Athleisure. I told you how show. I told you how confused I was by that. Rise of Skywalker. All these reviews that were oh. talking about Ben, and I was like, "Who is Ben?" Well, well, he's definitely in some Athleisure with like, like those long t-shirts that long t-shirt that good-looking people wear. Oh, I don't. Black I've, pant, I've never met pants that are clearly not for doing much in, but look very comfortable. Mm, very athleisure. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, no, I like Citizens Arrest more, but it's, you know, you see, you see Life's Blood. Let's pivot to Citizens Arrest right, real quick Rest. then. Sure. All right. Um, bottom of important. Bottom of important. Even though personally I really like that. The 7 Inch is fucking great and you hear me cite it more often than, than I probably even should. And I think it hits this weird point, but I see less children of that than say Life's Blood. Um, and at this the, very moment, at this very moment, and there's, there, there's, a similar world. The, the, um, I think Citizens Rest, the Light in the Darkness, seven inches, a borderline perfect seven inch f- for that. Wow. Um, but I also, you know, um, now my ride back. Low of back important. to back between that and the Life's Blood record, and see what I feel. Low, low if in the important category. Same. Yeah. So, and personally, maybe I put them to legend, but but probably not. Probably high important. Okay. Um, that was was that me? No, that was. So so I jumped the gun you. by saying citizens are okay. So I'm next. Yeah, go ahead. Um. Oh no! Did you you did, did underdog? He did underdog. You did underdog. Oh, so, so you gotta go. Yeah. So why don't you do one? Oh, so it's me. Yeah. yeah. PK okay. did one. Okay. Let's get it out of the way. Warzone. Did you just fart? I did. It wasn't a disrespect thing. <laughs> but, but, that but, was. But it was it a happened. weird weird timing tweet. But, but it happened. Um. That's gonna be awful. I think. Yeah. I think, all right, Zeitgeist, God tier. Personally, important. Low legend. Oh. Personally, low mid legend. Zeitgeist? Pretend Zeitgeist, yes. God tier. Yes. Reality, low legend. Because yeah, I think so there's, if you do there's any more song other than the three, no yep. one's gonna know what the fuck you're doing. And everyone dresses like him, though. And I think people like to name check it more than they like to listen to it. 100%. Even though, yo, don't forget, the struggle's a good record. Yeah, uh, the the they don't the, have a great record though. Uh, open your eyes, a good record. You have to pull uh, the argument that me and a friend made, who I'll leave nameless here because uh, I don't want to put him on front street if he doesn't want this to be broadcast. But he said, "Don't forget the struggle. Don't forget the streets." Really good seven inch, yeah. They've never had a good LP. I also have LP. another friend who's like, "Don't forget the struggle, don't forget the streets." Better than Age of Quarrel. Yeah. Um, 
It is to some people. Right. So that's uh, where, but there's very few. I don't even really like Age of Quarrel, and I think that's an insane take, and that person should be carted away to a mental health facility immediately. <laughs> we went track for track, that's and I was, it was, it was tough, and he's like the dearest of friends. I was like, wow. But he was, he was serious about it. He believes it, and that's, that's where some of the stuff gets very subjective. So Andy really likes Warzone. Correct. Exactly right. <laughs> I knew, as soon as you said it, I was like, yeah. Crazy. that's Andy. Yeah. Uh, it, it was, it was a, it was a year ago this week or next week actually because we we're where, watching where football we stopped talking. No, no, it's, yeah. Um, <laughs> we bro- yeah, we broke up our friendship after twenty. <laughs> no, years. so the other day we were at dinner and Andy's wife made a joke. She's like, "Oh, are you guys just going to get lunch tomorrow?" And Amanda's like, "Wait, do you guys go get lunch that often?" I was like, "No, we go to lunch maybe like maybe three times a month, some months less, whatever." Next day, I was in trouble from Amanda for that. She's like, mm, "Are you just gonna go?" And I was like, "Yo, what the fuck? I don't do." Th- it was a joke. She was making a joke, so it's a, lo- a lot I got of in lunch dates. I know. Three months is nice. Three months. Is Three nice. a month. Three months yeah. is good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he works a job that he's he's around. Yeah. yeah. So fuck it. Yeah. He gets Three his hour lunch break. You go eat fucking yeah. subs with him. What the hell's problem? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Normal thing that people Damn it, do. Aaron. Damn it, Amanda. Let them live. I like when you sound like Joe Pesci going, one dog's looking this way, one dog's looking the other way. <laughs> what's that? Uh, uh, what's your, did you give one? No, I gave Warzone. All right, so Warzone. what's your... What's your... Uh, so, interestingly, this band, who I don't necessarily even like their music, is uh, God-tier to me because mm-hmm. uh, they were, in, in essence, the first yeah. hardcore band I really saw, yeah. right? And... Really made an so impact. That's on. what that Iron Cross tattoo. That's is. what that. Oh. Well, you just thought it was my political leanings, but exactly. In, but yeah. in fact, uh, it says worst possible timeline over and under. <laughs> so, after. so I, uh, I actually, this band means something to me mm-hmm. in my personal formative. There's so few bands you actually give that title to. One hundred percent. It's like them and Sick of It All, <laughs> you know and Lungfish, and Lungfish. That's true. These are bands that when I saw them live, they it had too, a huge impact on me. Um, now. Just like our economy. Huge. Huge. Yeah, I can't say H's. There's something yeah, wrong with my like mouth. A... This band is in the lower tier of important to me. And I also think, uh, well, yeah. uh, not to me. To the me, they're gods. To, zeitgeist. In the zeitgeist. And also how, where I think their music actually is, is much lower in the importance <laughs> thing. And also, does anybody want to be Warzone musically? I'm not, not saying people, I'm not saying not people, since Iron Boots. No, I'm yes, not saying people right. don't arrive there. Uh, by Wild accident. Side a little bit. You a know? little bit. Yeah, but they're straining it through. So very few children of the sound. Um, so many children of the, the vibe, the vibe yes. and the aesthetic. So, yes. so that's what bumps them into legend status. No lower. Yeah, me. you might be right. Actually, okay. Because so of that, so it, the it, aesthetics, it, everything. You know about what? That it. on aesthetic qualities alone. Things that could be sold in a boutique shop in Japan. Yep. This is fucking their biggest influence no on Axe to Grind is us responding to emails because Rabies was writing letters to kids, and that's a lot of fucking work. So yeah. shout out. RIP. All right, uh, Tom, your turn. Killing time. I'm going to jump out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say to me, lowest level legendary. Okay. To the world, shocker. Lowest level legendary. Uh, personally, um, low level god tier. Uh, musically, le- like uh, god tier level LP, god tier level demo. Um, they're god tier. Wow. Yeah, I'm saying personally, godliest of god tier. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I feel like they're. Everyone goes. 
Yeah, we, we, we're going for like the outburst sound. Motherfucker, you're all trying to sound like Kelly Time. You're just not as good as it. Quick question. Are there days where, you could, where we could catch you? Well, no. Killing Time over Agnostic Front for yes. you. Yeah. Wow. I will time listen to Brightside over, over any other hardcore record. Killing Time over Chromex. Yes. Yeah. Now, Brightside's Brightside, my favorite New York hardcore yeah. record, I think. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, like, legit. Like, I think the only knocks against Killing Time... Latter day sins. We, we talking. Yeah, happy exactly. Hour. Like late, happy late hour shit. fucks them. And it, it, but it, but the, like we said, we're not punishing anybody for those things. Right. Their peak was great. They were this legendary band. The aesthetics are perfect. It was great. And, and they're. I feel like if you were there in New York hardcore, it was like the you know it was some uh, fucking Smash Mouth. The hits stop start coming and they don't stop coming. Yeah. You know where it's like, yo, can there be another? Like Agnostic Front or Chromags. Oh shit! Here's Breakdown. Oh shit! Here's Sick of It. Oh shit! Killing Time. What the fuck? You know. I would say one of the more likable New York hardcore bands. Though. Do we think of Children? Breakdown and Killing Time are probably the most prolific. Yes. uh, Having children. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll see tonight when we check our stories. Yeah, yeah. And you know, entire crowd is going off for fucking Killing Time Mm -hmm. because I think it's going to happen at FYA. Oh sure, Might. I hope. I hope. I bet it does. They just played. Did they play Miami last night? I want to see videos of that. Uh, so, Killing Time is God tier. Oh, we're okay. You guys both think God tier. That's yeah, it's that, not. It's <laughs> not. It's not too arguable. Right, so they're keeping there. Um, Bright Side is the last classic LP of the eighties New York hardcore golden age. Sure. Yep. Uh, Antidote. Wait, did I? No, I just did Killing Time. No, I did Killing Time. Oh, you did Killing Time. Let's say me. Go. Okay. Um, here's one. I don't know if this will be controversial. Super touch? Zeitgeist? Hmm. Zeitgeist, high important. Personally, low important. Not legendary. Zeitgeist, in my life, they have touched legendary. Two songs of touch legendary. Sure, but I, I look in the conversation. There were a lot of. There's a lot of hundred dollar plus super touch shirts floating because hundred. one guy made them cool. Yeah, but in right? my, all, well, I'm I mean, say, all I'm saying is that in my life, there. they have risen to legendary and are now back. It's the thing because I say whenever market, this. It's the thing I say correction. whenever this conversation comes out when the locking out. That's thing exactly hit, the super touch LP that had one pressing in 1990. Um, eventually sold out. Right. You know, and then need to be repressed. Um, I put personally legendary on the low side of legendary. Um, they're important, but but it's sort of more. It's it's sort of more in this sonic way than than I bet you could have seen Super Touch play a lot of half full shows at CBGBs back then. Yes, and it's more the the range of New York hardcore sound, like a few of the other bands we talked about, is expanding the sound and what what's it, what can work, what can go, what can be cool. And and being a band who operated firmly in New York hardcore, you know what I mean? So When we always talk about, like, there's always, like, New York hardcore is infamous for having the band with the one song. Yep. My mind almost always goes to Super Touch. Because Searching for the Light, God-tier NYHC song. Mm-hmm. I do not like any other Super Touch song. And I know I'm going to get fucking DMs once this comes out from fucking dudes a couple years older than me. He's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I saw them in the early 90s. I didn't like them then either. It was boring as fuck. No I offense. think you would have had to catch them 
early tenure, like eighty seven Super Touch for it to be a fun live show. I was twelve. Well, that, well, that's, I just, I'm speaking. I'm speaking just general. You know what I mean? I'm speaking sure. for me too. You know, like like I was fucking sick. So whatever. Um, they were never. I feel like. You watch even videos from back then, you're never like, fuck, I totally get it now. There, there's a couple, no. if you want to watch the, the videos, like, eh, if you want to watch a couple of the Anthrax now. videos, there's some good ones where it seems fun. Like people are actually going off. But they're not making it fun. Yeah, they're not trying to make Mark it Ryan fun. Mark Ryan is not there's, giving a yeah, fuck. There is one good yeah. Super Touch video where he's bouncing around, where okay. I think people, if you want to see where some of the New York, the locking out stuff comes from, find Super Touch videos from the Anthrax. That uh, one, yeah. Right. Do, there's do, some others, but it's yeah, the Anthrax shit. So... Is important fair as a as a low general? Okay. I think low important. I mean, they definitely had impact on locking out, and locking out is one of the bigger things in the last twenty years. So I mean, it has all to point. be somewhat yeah. important. That's the whole point. Your turn. Oh, didn't I just do super touch? No, he just did. Super we touch. are no. fucking senile. Oh, you did super touch. Yeah, you did. Okay, antidote. Okay, um, I'm gonna jump out. I'm gonna say, uh, in my life, they have almost in touched, almost touched the lower levels of God. I think, realistically, market correction, lower le- levels of legendary. Okay. Personally, lower legendary, zeitgeist, high important. Hmm. Right now, I'd probably stick them in lower legendary. I think they're, but I see the argument for higher important. They get name checked by Youth of Today and Agnostic Front as being influential. That says a lot. Um, the record, the the seven inch is great. Um, personally, I may have at some point in my life had them in the higher legendary level, never god tier, but higher legendary. And there's been times when they've scratched god tier in the more larger zeitgeist. There's people who tell you that's their favorite New York hardcore record. Oh, of course, you know what of I mean. Course. And so, and of the early '80s stuff, like, oh, man, it's I mean, it's right there. Um, I mean, it's that's the, the best. of the non AF. Mm-hmm. This is, I mean, that's probably above Urban Waste, Reagan Youth. Absolutely. The mobs, Absolutely. Yeah, the right? Abuse. I mean, yeah. I think yeah. I'll take the seven inch over. I mean, that's one of the best hardcore well, seven so, inches ever. And also, I might like, take it over AF. Yeah, it, yeah. it's better than AF uh, uh, United Blood. Yeah. And I love United Blood. And there's a lot of people who don't fuck with that, actually. But if you listen to it, you could almost go, oh, yeah, I see that Victim in Pain was taking just as much from the antidote seven inch as it was their own seven inch for growth. Um, so yeah, I think low legendary is the right placement, like right there. It could, if somebody wanted to make the argument for higher important, I, I could see that too. So it's right there. Okay. All right, Tom, it's you now. All right, here's one that I don't even have a dog in the race, so I'm just gonna throw it out there. Throw it out, you throw it back if you don't like it. <laughs> Outburst. Zeitgeist. Lower like lower legendary. Yeah. Personally, low important. They're another band, and this is. I, I, there's a lot of recur, you know, like revisionist history. They're another band with like two songs. I'm not giving them that. Oh, I'll give them that. But not much more. The hard way, man. What, but that's a that's a god tier hardcore song. So I know that you guys are going to say that there's distinct differences here. That, but I think if you have breakdown and killing time, you don't need you don't need outburst. No, that's true. Right. I wouldn't yeah, argue fine. that. Yeah. I think that's. I think there was time when Outburst became Discovery Core, we'll call it. Oh, for sure. Where in the late 90s, the right people hit into the Outburst 7-inch, and it went from a $5 used bin record at any record store in New York City to 
a oh you've got that on red i've got two hundred dollars for you you know kind well, of thing it was great mining actually also um, i think it is worth saying that sometimes it is okay to just want more of something i i tend to shit on this as a concept but it is okay to like if there's something that's not great it's very good yeah but it's not great and the thing that you love only produced x amount of great it's okay to dip into the good Grandma, so, you want to turn your fucking ring around? So I think, I think, Outburst, no choice when things go wrong, the hard way, thin ice, um, that Mission Impossible mosh part, those are their tracks. The other stuff, all pretty forgettable. I put them, there's been times with the Zeitgeist where they scratched Upper Legendary, which was very of the moment very and people kind of, yeah, exactly. Um, but it's it's sort of like when there's moments when people are like, oh, Breakdown, maybe better than AF. And I'm like, Yo, I don't think the members of Breakdown would let you say that out no, loud. No, no. If you ask Jeff Pro and he'd be like, "What are you smoking?" Stop, stop. Yeah, but we're about to have a it's fight. the same thing. Yes, correct. Um, Especially on a weeknight. I where are we outburst, uh, mid important. Okay, I think and the Zeitgeist rises and falls. There's definitely been times they've been high legendary, and they maybe are high important. But I think right now. Because you see it, you see it in different regions. Like I see people still putting out demos. They're like outbursts. Oh, you know. Um, I think it's important, but I'm putting it middle important. Okay, I think that's fair enough. All right, Patrick, your turn. Uh, oh, we already did Citizens Rest. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> We're getting down there. Yeah, uh, we are. And there's there's bands that I didn't put on this list that we could pull out of the hat if you want. Are there any other? We can go quick here. Yeah. Well, uh, so what years are this? Because the, the, re- the rev stuff doesn't touch this. So this is the question. I actually asked this in the group chat, and Tom was answering, but you were you were busy. Shocking. No. My bad. I wasn't busy at work. No, you were no. you were busy uh, <laughs> shopping your discounted sale, which you didn't send us the code for this year. That's oh, sale seventy, my fault. Yeah, damn man. Um, I got I got like eighty five dollars worth of shit for twenty dollars. It was great. Cool. Thanks for the share. So. All right. Um, I think he was sour because we we wrote him about. <laughs> it last you time. did. You clowned me last time. I, I was like, hey, but guys, it was a moment of actual joy for you that was really nice, and we clowned we you because we're friends. It. Yeah, because that's what you do. But but I was also I also was happy about your joy. You, is you to today a New York hardcore band? These are my right? questions. Is that the so question? My question was: Is it possible for Judge to be a New York hardcore band and Youth of Today not to be? I thought we talked about this and determined that it's weird when people say Youth of Today is not. I think it is. But people say Bad Brains are New York hardcore band. They're a DC band. Yeah. They made a lot of hay in fucking New York City. They made a lot of hay. Up. But I mean, if we went with the strictest definition of New York hardcore, there's like five bands. Right, and that's like, and we're we're not going that because we're we're pretty loose here. There's different like things. AF's not a New York hardcore band, correct? If you're going by certain things, and, and like we're Underdog's not underdogs, not that. yeah, right, right. Yeah. I mean, if we're going along the straight edge band rules that everyone from the band has to be from New York, oh, yeah, there's no, none. no, there's no, no way, no, no. Yeah, like literally, indecision might be one, like like <laughs> bur- like you have to be in the five boroughs. We'll say, yeah, I mean who, and not Long Island, who? five boroughs, sick of it all, yeah, yeah, definitely breakdown, Yonkers. There's a lot of right. Nyack blood in this. Uh, in this well, there's a lot of, here. you know, like there's a lot like, yo, uh, Richie is from Manhattan. Right. The rest of the half of, and I think a couple other dudes from New York and a couple dudes from Jersey, but they were, they were making their hay in New York. Yeah. So it's hard. But here's the question with, and it's less about where they're from to me and more about some of these weird intangible Sonics. To me, Judge did a seven inch called New York Crew. Despite the fact that Mike Judge is notably from New Jersey, mm. um, but he was, and like deep New Jersey, 
Yeah, Morris County. Yeah. Um, and did, did, maybe lived in New York for a while. Did, I think he did. Did New Jersey crew just not have the same ring? He, he said on a, one of their live records, he's like, before there was a New York crew, there was a New Jersey crew. Oh, wow. <laughs> but nothing cool happened. Like, well, because it's all, it's all like, it's like do you, what's, what's better stories? Like weird shows at A7 or like... Uh, yeah, Boston like didn't show up in Adrenaline OD shows in, in uh, Piscataway. You know what I mean? Right. Like no, Boston didn't show up in Piscataway one night. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Push came to shove. No, they just went to a diner. And we went to um, Orange Julius. Yeah. So um, is Judge a New York hardcore band? They put NYHD on yes, a lot of things. Right. Me. Right. Yeah. Is Youth of Tay a New York yes. hardcore band? Yeah. Is Gorilla Biscuits a New York hardcore band? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wait. Is YLT a youth, New York hardcore band too? I'm gonna have to say yeah. Hold yeah, on. I think they are. What, Sammy? But almost all the rev stuff is. You know. Wait a second. Wait a second. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to take Sammy, Richie, Greg, Tom, Tom. You eh, actually, I'd like to hear both. Even though you were right in it, sixteen were these bands New York yeah. hardcore bands. Yes, they were undoubtedly all New the revelations. Yeah. The way no one's is, been like they're from Connecticut. The way no one it ever is s- New York hardcore. The way it is. Yes. Uh, so these, all were, the stuff so on these were undoubtedly all this. St- so if I we think it's only with time stuff, that people that, have started that saying that they're not picking this. Well, because yeah. sonically stuff starts to peel, and you start to see more similarities between a leeway and a sick of it all, and an AF and a Chromags, and that's why when you throw Judge in, you're like, oh, sonically it's right there. Youth of Today isn't totally, but if you go back, Youth of Today's material sounds more like AF Victim in Pain than than Killing Time does. You know what I mean? Yes. So. Um, so all the revelation stuff. Let's do quick fire. We're counting it all. It's all New York hardcore. Youth of today. God tier. God tier. In both Zeitgeist and personally. Correct. High legend. So they're God tier. Gorilla Biscuits. God tier. God tier in both. God tier. Judge. God tier in both. I'm God-tier saying high, both. high legend. I'm saying God tier because of the influence. Because their influence. A lot of children. Lot of children. Bold. A lot of children that bold. Fuck. Personally, high legend. Personally, high legend. Zeitgeist important. I don't. You know There's what? So many haters. Yeah. Yes. You're, 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 one is radiating hate right now. Yeah. It's me. It's glowing. He's that. But I feel like the people that are like more. propping out like super touch. It's like, have you listened to Looking Back? Because <sighs> it's better. Not that, it's way better, and it's not that much different. Well, and, and if you like Beyond, bold, bold Looking Back is better. Better than Beyond. Yeah. Um, yeah, but Beyond isn't even charting for most people. You know, that's correct. So, I'm gonna say uh, I said Zeitgeist important for bold. Yeah, I'm gonna say because it rises and falls. There's some years. There's some t-shirt band at this point. Zero, there's some years where where when they really peak, they're peaking into legend for sure. And you're seeing more t-shirts. I'm not seeing a ton of bold. Get a voice right memo from Pat Flynn. What he thinks about bold? Oh yeah, he'll try. He's, he's still he carrying him. that flag. Yes, he is. Uh, and for me, yes, I can't deny uh, they would make the important uh, as far as or they, they zeitgeist important personal. There's no list that they make. Right, right. Okay. Uh, the, 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 the Grill Biscuits, Bold, GB, Wild T. Bad Brains. I don't count them as New York. I count them as DC. I also think yeah, that... it's I, tough, though, but how is they any different? If, if, well, because they, were only, them. because they were only in New York for a period and then left. Did I they also, leave again after the, the A7s? Yeah, days? they recorded and then they left. I, I, don't, think, I think their home base moved to like Baltimore, DC area. I, mean, like, I think quick, they went back. Quickness, they had fucking... No, wait. No, but they true. went and after that they start being more of this national entity, you know. And I don't know, I don't know. There could have been members living in New York. They could have all been up in Woodstock at that point. True, true. Um, and and so it's sort of 
I'll if somebody wanted bad brains are god tier no matter what. So if you want to put them in New York hardcore, they're god tier. You want to put them in DC, they're god tier. You want to put them uh, overall, they're god tier. You know. Yeah, but I don't consider them a New York band because I think that certain bands when they change locations, they they just forfeit that sort. Like I don't call yeah. I don't consider them a DC band either. You know what I mean? Like it, it, I consider them a, I consider them a DC band because they with their imagery still reference back to DC. Like the biggest yeah. the record they recorded in New York City was. The tapes were the roar tapes banned in DC, right? With right, the right, fucking right. capital on it, it's not the fucking Empire State Building, you know. Here's so. a tough one. Oh, we got is that no, 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 crumb suckers. Oh, well, they're on the original yeah. list. I, I'm putting personally high, personally important, zeitgeist low, important. Musically, it might be more influential than I'm giving credit for. I think we do. Yeah, I'm gonna say personally important. I'm saying Zeitgeist, low-key, legendary. Really? Because that was, you know, there's bands that, like, we don't consider, like, you know, the crossover bands, that they're, ju- like, S.O.D. Yep. or whoever. S.O.D. was a, probably a, hardcore, a New York hardcore band. Mm-hmm. So, But I feel like Crumb Suckers, to, like, you know, the average fucking 32-year-old, maybe they don't give a shit in not hardcore. A, not a shit. But in the, in the grander scheme of things, those records were really big. Mm-hmm. Like, bigger than we give them credit for because it's outside of that, our purview. That's a fact. That's a fact. But, Just kind of like Life's Blood. It didn't mean jack shit to me, but if there's people that are outside my general purview that big it up, then it's more important than I would give it credit for. I think the note that you made that was really important was that I do that a they, lot. They, yeah, they, they, <laughs> hit, they hit other bands who they influenced. Sure. Who then were more prolific. Yeah. Because I think Crumb Suckers low-key were kind of a factor in the New York hardcore crossover scene. As things started to move more metal, like they were a big player in that. Did they predate AF in the crossover? <sighs> no, it's right around the same time. But, but I like think Crumb Suckers... Yeah, but like Crumb Suckers like- were... Crumb Suckers didn't start... And be more like victim and pain or United Blood when they they, they were going for crossover yeah band, exactly yeah. and so like like it's sort of like I see people name check NYC Mayhem you know NYC Mayhem is a neat side note to a band we'll talk about and they were more thrashy but Crumb Suckers were the actualized like hey we're doing shit with the sound True. so yeah I, I think in that important low legendary status I'll put uh, it's just propane okay just going important for me um, and it's like a I'll go mid-level important for that. Okay. Quick one, straight ahead. Shirt. I'm you going. Hear, you hear the sound though. Yeah. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. I'm going. Uh, personally, probably low-level legend. Zeitgeist, probably medium to high legend. I think I'm right. Exactly. I, I might personally put them medium high legend and and Zeitgeist medium high legend, like right there. Yeah. If I was just going on the straight ahead 12 inch, I love that record, and there's almost very little that sounds like it. But there's also it also yes, it also the problem is it's in that like yeah they get talked up so much, and I get it because that 12 inch does have a really kind of singular sound, but but it's almost like these bands we listen to now where the vocals don't necessarily align with the music exactly all the time. Yeah, like. I hope you have more appreciation for that. If you really like the straight ahead 12 inch, some of the reasons it's great are the parts where his vocals don't totally line up with that music. 
and that's right. why it creates this kind of cool friction. But there's a lot else out there. But people aren't citing that as the reason they like no, it. No, but that's not an artistic choice. No, that's a lack of talent. Choice. It's, it's just going for it. <laughs> I'm not trying to be a dick. No, that dude would fucking beat the shit out of me. But and, like, and I also don't think th- that's the charm of it is the part because we asked that question. Like you put Ray Capo on the straight ahead 12 inch, it probably would be more vicious and more on and more like holy shit but it'd have less personality which is kind of crazy to say here's one that's not on the list oh wait let's hear his straight ahead and then you go lowest level of legendary for zeitgeist lowest level of important personal okay rest in pieces (sighs) not even a t-shirt band you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, not even in that straight ahead conversation. You know, it like, it, it is. I put them important, low level important. Personally, probably, you know, high level important. I think they're a band that people don't cite when they're citing late 80s NYHC. Oh, that's true. Yeah. People always go, outburst. But again, that's it's true. It's fucking. Listen to fucking Old Gray Man's Like, it's, it's, it's rest in pieces. You're not giving them the credit for it. Mm but I think they're they're more influential than people give them the, the credit. Yeah, I think they should be in the important at the very bare minimum. Sounds right. Token entry. Truly a band I don't care about on any level. Like can't ju- can't justify a concern. But have you met people who are passionate about it? Maybe one in my life. I've met older people yes. who are very passionate about it. Like older New York people are like, no, no. Token entry, those shows were wild. Jaybird's a good record. And so is Way to the World. I, I like them. I like them. I don't know that I even put it in. I put it important because I think it's, it is it is something that should be noted. I think there's bands like Gorilla Biscuits who were like, oh, we can be a New York hardcore band that's melodic. Okay. you know, And they wouldn't have gotten that from anywhere except Token Entry. Um, personally, it never clicked with me. I always wanted it to because those record covers are cool. The first two, not not so much the third. But uh, you think I actually? I think that's what puts me off. You don't like the cartoon Jaybird? No, I hate the Jaybird. Rock chalk, rock chalk, Jayhawk. <laughs> you know, just because I'm a you don't like his his New York cousin. Yeah, I don't, you know, Larry. I I uh, off putting for me as a kid. Really didn't like it. I my kid's story was I traded a Project X CD for that CD and was very mad about my choice. Yeah, but, you know, um, it has to be important. And and there's people who will tell you that's more the records. Maybe we'll do a token entry deep dive. Um, I'm I know that this is implied. I'm curious what listeners are going to hit us with yeah. for their lists. Uh, like I get that we don't even need to say it because people. Are yeah, just and there's a bunch we haven't mentioned, uh, so we're gonna. But let's call it. Okay, I'm fine with that. Any um, others, Tom, that you want to mention before we go? No, but I would say token entry is high level important and probably low level legendary to me. Really? Yeah. I really I love token entry. There's a lot of people, dude. A yeah. lot of people who feel very passionate about lists. Yeah, like there's going to be someone it right now. No. But as a, like growing up, that I really like those records. I did. Yeah, mm. there's a lot of people who love those records. Yeah, it's good. It's no, but there were, New York Harker wasn't doing that. Yeah. Okay. So it's cool. It was cool. I but I I'm, and I think those shows ended up being raucous and fun and had they weren't Murphy's Law because it wasn't that kind of like bombastic no, silliness energy is not. but it was like the difference of like a fun punk show people going off people singing along people knowing every word kind of thing agreed so all right all right New uh, York hardcore really fun really fun exercise yeah fun game later thank you.